Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, a show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Good Place. Today we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 12, the season finale titled Pandemonium. Also, if the audio quality sounds different, and it does, uh, it's because I'm recording this on my phone, because, <laughs> funny story, it's currently hell in Potsdam, and my power's out. So that's fun. That's a delightful set of circumstances that I'm very happy about. I have no annoyance with this at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh... Season finale, end of season three, a really solid way to close out the season. Uh, They definitely do a good job of creating a story that literally exists for the entire purpose of setting up season four. Like, this very much is just uh, putting down the building blocks for what will be the final season. Uh, But at the same time, packing enough of a punch that it doesn't just feel like a limp to the finish line this still feels like a big uh climax to the story even though again we kind of have this uh tune in next time same bat time same bat channel uh but yeah there's a lot of great stuff happening in here uh michael has his panic attack and eleanor cannot calm him down uh, so she ends up making the decision that uh, she's the architect now. She's going to play the role of the architect. Uh, she introduces herself to the humans, uh, to the new humans as the architect, and is just taking Michael's place and uh, doing the same shtick that he did back in um, the old neighborhood. And it's something. Like, it's a great... It's a great, uh, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? It's an excellent subversion of the dynamic that we got in, uh, seasons one and two, where Michael was, uh, the face of the quote unquote good place, of the fake good place. Uh, now Eleanor's essentially in the spot that Michael was in. When she was being tortured, and now we've kind of have this reversal of roles, and now Michael is acting as Eleanor's quote-unquote assistant. Um, but that stuff's really, really great. There's some great shenanigans that go on around that. Uh, we meet the first human, uh, John, who is a uh, horrible, just horrible gossip columnist who it becomes very, very clear, very, very quickly, was sent specifically to torture Tahani. 
And it becomes very, very clear that every single human, every single one of the subjects that the bad place selected for this experiment was sent to torture uh, the first set of humans, was sent to try and drag them down uh, to the level they were at before and get them to stop their trajectory of being better. Uh, this guy, John, was someone who uh, had this horrible, horrible gossip blog, uh, who did this awful reporting, um, and specifically uh, wrote a lot of mean stuff about Tahani that really got to her. Uh, and is very passive-aggressive, very judgmental. It is the absolute perfect person to get under Tahani's skin. Uh, and I love the subplot throughout this episode of Tahani just trying to figure out how to deal with this guy, essentially. Tahani basically trying to figure out, well, okay, I'm stuck with this dude. He's getting under my skin. How do I deal with this? Like, do I go down to his level? Do I try and find passive-aggressive insults to him? Uh, or uh, do I be the bigger person here? And eventually she's like, no, the bad place wants me to stoop back to his level. So I'm going to actively try to help this guy get better. I'm going to try and make sure that this guy can go on the same path to improvement that I did. I, I'll try to make sure that this, that this man doesn't stay the same person who tortured me on Earth. Like, I'm going to try and make him better. While this is happening, the second human to show up is... Simone, which throws a giant monkey wrench into everything, because Simone definitely remembers all of our humans, and it definitely has the potential to completely ruin the experiment, especially with Chidi there. He's supposed to be the one to help all these humans get better, Instead, we have we have now the situation where Chidi might be awkward around his ex. And they call the judge and are like, hey, this is clearly against the rules. This is clearly against the rules. The judge rules that technically what the bad place is doing isn't against the rules. Technically, it is not explicitly stated that the bad place can't pick... Uh, people specifically to torture uh, the people running the experiment, but it is a dirty trick, so they can wipe Simone's memories of the four main humans, of Eleanor, of Chidi, of Tahani, and of Jason, completely. They can wipe all that out, and just, uh... She will never know that they had any form of friendship in any way. So that's happened. We've erased Simone's memories. Uh, we reintroduce her to everyone. We introduce her to the neighborhood. But then Chidi comes in and is like, hey. 
And, and this is where the movie goes from, or not the movie. This is where the show, the episode goes from, okay, we're just sort of doing setup for season four to, holy shit, now we're getting an emotional gut punch to end off the season. Chidi comes in and says, hey, even if Simone's memories are erased, I can't be trusted around her. I am going to slip up. I am going to say something wrong. And I'm going to ruin the experiment. If I am awkward around my ex, everyone gets tortured forever. I will literally destroy everything without meaning to. So I have to have my memories erased to preserve the experiment and to save everyone. And initially, Eleanor doesn't want to do this. Eleanor doesn't want to do this. Eleanor doesn't want to do this. But eventually, Chi's able to talk her into it. And they're like, okay, we'll erase Chi's memories up until... Uh, back to the air conditioner flattening from the original timeline. So essentially, all of his memories of the new timeline are going to be erased. He will essentially be reset back to the way we knew him in Season 1, Episode 1. And what's so great and so heartbreaking about this, like, because obviously, erasing memories and rebooting is not new to this show. They've been doing this since, like, Season 1. Like, they've been doing the whole memories erase, reboot, constant cycle throughout the show's entire run. However, when they've rebooted our humans, it's always been all four, all at once. It's always been all of them. So they haven't had to, they haven't had to live in a world where they know they have a connection with this person, but that person doesn't remember the connection. They haven't had to live in a world where one of our four knows doesn't know that they have a connection with the others. Uh, and what particularly makes this heartbreaking in Chidi's case is Chidi and Eleanor just struck up a relationship. Chidi and Eleanor just blossomed into this beautiful, beautiful relationship that this beautiful romance. Uh, they've kind of blossomed into that really, really well and are, have been having this cute progression and, now, at the, like, apex of that, poof, Chidi's memories have to go away, and now we know for a fact Eleanor's gonna have to live in a world where her boyfriend doesn't remember her, essentially. Like, it's a heartbreaking prospect. It really, really is. Like, it'd be one thing if both Eleanor and Chidi had their memories erased. Like, that'd be one thing. Because then it'd be like, Oh, well, they're both at square one. But the fact that one of them remembers this whole beautiful relationship and the other one doesn't, like, it's just, it's really, really horrifying and really, really heartbreaking. And it really just, like, it hurts. It really, really hurts. And then we get this beautiful, beautiful moment where Michael sits Eleanor and Chidi down and shows them this movie of a bunch of memories of them together that 
they forgot from the previous reboot, seeing all these times that Eleanor and Chidi found each other and had these moments together. And they're just watching this and laughing along and looking at all these things that they're essentially experiencing for the first time uh, again. And it's it's beautiful. It's a really emotionally powerful scene and seeing the goodbye, not goodbye that Eleanor and Chidi have to do afterwards. Uh, the assurances that Chidi will have Eleanor there. Uh, to guide him, and he's not afraid because he knows Eleanor will take care of him after the reboot. Like, it is... It is magnificent. It is really utterly spectacular. It is a fantastic, fantastic moment and really, really gut-wrenching. Uh, but then we get this ending. Eleanor is waiting to greet the newly rebooted Chi into the afterlife, and she calls in Janet and asks, like, okay, look, you know everything. You know literally everything in the universe. What's the answer? What's the answer to everything? What is the point to everything? And goes on this whole tirade about how, like, there has to be some meaning to it all. There has to be some meaning to it all. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of random, heartbreaking pain and chaos, and I cannot live with that. And Janet says, like, hey... Nothing makes sense. There is no answer. And that's the point. Like, that's what makes the universe special. Like, if there was an answer, if it was like a precise machine and we knew everything, then it'd just be like a food processor. It'd be nothing. It'd be trivial. But because we don't know everything and because everything is so complicated and nonsensical at times and we don't know why anything is happening the way that it's happening, that's what makes existence worth it, essentially. And it's a truly, truly beautiful, truly, truly amazing sentiment. And then... Eleanor comes to terms with this. She feels a little bit better. She decides to embrace the pandemonium, and then she goes out and welcomes the newly awoken, newly rebooted Chidi. And that's the end of the season. Now we have uh, the chess pieces set for season four for this final push of story, which, oh my god, the final season is excellent, and I cannot wait to talk about it. Uh, but yeah, this third season, this penultimate season... Uh, was really, really great. It was really, really fantastic. It was a very different season. Uh, it was a very... It was a very unique season. They definitely changed up a lot of things. Uh, but all of it worked. Like, this season, uh, because half of it took place on Earth, half of it took away <laughs> the basic premise that we've come to know and love, and that could very easily have blown up in their face. That could very easily have come off just... So, so horribly. That very easily could not have worked in any way. Uh, but they managed to stick the landing, and they managed to do some smart stuff, uh, and they managed to do some really incredible things, all while teeing up the this final 13-episode run that 
trust me, is truly spectacular, and I cannot wait to dive into it. It's so good. Oh, it's so utterly good. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's it for that, and my power's still out, so <laughs> I'm gonna have to figure out what to do next. Uh, who the fuck knows when this is going out? I'm recording this I'm recording this at 7.56 Eastern Time, uh, p.m. on July 20th. I'm not going to be able to edit this until the power comes back on. <laughs> because, like, all the the transitions and stuff, the uh, the opening theme and all that, like, that's on my computer, which I currently can't use. <laughs> But I got the recording in. I got the recording in. So that's something. That That's some progress made. Uh, so yeah. If this came out late, sorry. I'm doing my best here. <laughs> I'm, do, I'm doing what I can with the shit hand I've been dealt. Uh, anyway, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archive, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple. It's just a personal button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time. If you feel so inclined to send those in. Go over to Apple Pod... Oh, shit. Fuck. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledges a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow, you'll be discussing Season 4, Episode 1. Talk to you then.